1: Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me uh, on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Uh, Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering the entire nation's capital, the D.C. metropolitan area. So the DMV, what's happening, friends? It's Friday. You can call me and talk to me about anything. It's what we call Open Phone-In Friday. If you're new to the show, uh, let me tell you how we roll. We've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then today is Open Phone-In Friday. Friday. So it's all about you. What do you want to talk about? Ask me any question you want. I can address any question. Now, I can't answer any question, but I surely can address it. And guess what? We know the one who has all the answers, don't we? And we've got the good book right here uh, on my desk, as well as other great followers of the Lord. So maybe there's a way we can steer or direct you. In the area of race, religion, relationships, let's build a bridge across any divide and try to talk about it from God's viewpoint. Also, just a lot of fun to hang out together, right? So uh, enjoy the beauty of the nation's capital in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania as well. That's where we're kicking it with this large footprint called WAVA. Now, if you want to call me, my phone number is 888 432 7434. 888 432 7434. Or just remember the word bridge. 888 432 7434. Or eight 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 four three bridge. Very easy uh, to remember. Hey, listen, let's uh, open in a word of prayer as we always like to do. Commit our time to the Lord, and I'm going to take your phone calls. Uh, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for uh, the week that you got us through, the weekend we're going into. And uh, Lord, we just thank you for this show and for this hour. Might we be able to just connect with one another, enlighten us and show us things maybe we never even seen before. In Jesus' name, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. Listen, get on the phone, tell your friends I'm on. Uh, email, text, let people know. Go to Facebook Live. Talk to Dr. Anderson. He's available for you. You don't have to pay for the hour. All you got to do is give him a call. And guess what? My lines are wide open to you. 888-43-BRIDGE. By the way, single listeners, I'm doing a special single listeners event September thirteenth, two 2018. If you want more information, just email me and we'll send you the details, all right? You can find my email on andersonspeaks.com. All right, let's kick the show off in Woodbridge, Virginia. Talk to Jennifer who's on the line. Hey, Jennifer, welcome.
3: Thank you, and thank you for taking my call.
2: It's my pleasure. How can I serve you today?
3: Um, I was calling uh, to get some insight or some advice about a family situation where um, I have uh, two granddaughters who are being raised by their mother right now. Mm -hmm. And um, there are some concerns with the oldest, which is 14, who has missed, 38 days of school in her middle school year, which was this year, eight, um, uh, ending in spring. I didn't discover it until they came to spend the summer with me, Okay. Um, <clears throat> which is a big problem. I'm, I'm an educator, so I know what that is like. Mm-hmm. She's going into high school this year. Um, the mother has, um, her and my son broke up and never married. And um, there was a lot of abuse going on, and um, so they eventually broke up. Okay. I asked her for the kids a couple of years ago, and she said no. I want to know if it would be appropriate for me to go ahead and take her to court. When I took the kids back this summer, her own mother was teared up asking me to take the kids. Mm-hmm. So I told that I've already approached that issue with her, but she keeps stalling. She won't say yes, and she won't say no, and she does the same thing when the— um, Grandchild is saying it so I have a concern the uh, young lady has you know lived up with a couple of guys since my son and she don't seem like she's interested in marriage in marriage, but she keeps having these kids for these men so I don't yeah. I'm worried
2: Gotcha. and I'm
3: I'm on the verge of going to court
2: Got um, it. tying
3: down a lawyer but
2: mm-hmm.
3: I want to know if there's anything else I could do
2: well these are your grandchildren right Yes. And you just feel like they're not being raised well. But they're not in a dangerous environment. There's no abuse sexually, physically, emotionally. They're just not being raised well. Is that what I'm hearing?
3: Uh, pretty much so. There is some, um, I think they're getting cursed out by the mother when they're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest one did say the mother refers to her as stupid. Mm. Um, so those kind of things sure. I I'm pretty sure, you know, the child shares it with you. In
2: my opinion, I would not do anything to try to take the kids away. I'd try to uh, be a steady support. I'd try to have a role of influence in their life. But uh, just because somebody's being parented badly doesn't mean they ought to lose their kids. Uh, And I know that's tough to hear because they're your grandkids, and I get it. But um, the reality is unless they're being abused, I don't know a judge that's going to say yes anyway. I mean, there has to be some serious uh, abuse or something that is serious enough where judges say, I'm going to take these children away from this mother and give them to someone else, even if it's another relative or a grandmother. Now, having said that, you can have a positive role in their life. They came for the summer. You can go visit them regularly. Uh Uh, You can have them come over, invite them some more for holidays or whatever. I mean, I know it's not necessarily what you want to hear because you really want to have a positive influence in their life all the time, and it breaks your heart when you see mm-hmm. that they have, uh, you know, these negative influences, but again, it's still not a reason to take a child away from their parent just because they're bad parents. Makes sense. Okay. That's my two cents okay. on it. Now, again, you can get advice and insight from others and, and talk to lawyers and stuff like that, so don't let me be a lawyer or a judge, but I'm just giving you my two cents and my opinion, Okay.
4: Okay, okay, very good.
2: Thanks for calling, Uh, Miss Jennifer. You know, you wanted real talk, I'm giving you real talk. Again, bad parenting, we'd love to rescue a lot of kids from bad parenting, but guess what, they gave birth to the children. It's their responsibility to raise them. Uh, Some of us have had great parents, I know I have. Shout out to you, Mom, Uh, and my father, God rest his soul. But you know what, guess what, there's a lot of parents out there that may not be great, but you know what, they're still trying to do this thing the best they can, and you just got to let God work it out. So uh, there you have it. That's my two cents. Hey, listen, I'm so glad to be hanging out with you. It's open phone in Friday. Uh, my phone number, if you want to call me, now's the time to get in where you fit in. It's 888 432 7434, or just remember the word bridge 888 43 Bridge. You're tuned into, you're talking with, you're listening to, you're viewing on Facebook Live. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson. (laughs) <laughs> Some Amber and I. Some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to Best They have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844-844 Nine eight zero thirty seven oh seven. That's eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven oh seven.
5: Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc.
6: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcast, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's INSPIRE. P-I-R-E to 50555 and now back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson
2: it's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson my lines wide open it's Friday right you know what that means It means it's all about you. So whatever it is you need, I'm here to serve you the best way I can. Uh, Ask me any question you want. Uh, If you need me to pray for you, if you need me to just be a sounding board or to give you perspective, that's why I'm here. You already know because I've said it a million times. I don't have all the answers, but we know the one that does, and we know the Word of God. And uh, we have other listeners who are really bright. And so, you know, sometimes it's all about taking a risk and saying, you know what, I. I want to get someone else's perspective on this before I go home, uh, before I make this investment, before I take this job, before I leave this job. You know, sometimes we just need perspective. Sometimes we're in an angst in our own spirit uh, because of the way we feel conflicted, angry, bitter. Uh, we don't like somebody. Uh, our relationship is breaking. There's so many different things where we just need uh, what Proverbs says is uh, many advisors, right? It's Proverbs 15:22 plans fail for lack of counsel. But with many advisors, they will succeed. And uh, I love to talk to people about money. I love to talk to people about mission. Uh, I love to talk to people about marriage. And so give me a call if you want. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. And as the Lord leads, that's the direction we're going in today because it's open phone in Friday. Get in where you fit in. That's what Christopher's doing in Dumfries, Virginia. So let's go there. Hey, Christopher, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thanks for calling. How can I serve you? What's your comment or question?
7: Well, um, I married into a church, and as I continue to grow and mature, I, 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 my question is, is female uh, congregational leaders, a biblical thing, it says a female uh, leading the church. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always had female Pastors and congregational leaders, but now I'm seeing it otherwise. And uh, I left the church, and my wife hasn't. I'm, go- I'm now going to a, a more a Bible-based church, and that was my question for you.
2: Mm-hmm. So, how did you feel going to that church with the female leader as a man?
7: Well, I, I've always been experienced to it, so it didn't bother me. Okay, I, I've always grown up in that atmosphere, but I saw a disconnect maybe from what I was reading and I wanted to now um, love God through obedience mm-hmm. and I figured that that was a one way I could, you know, do something and not just, I just could, you know, go along with something that I didn't see as right anymore.
2: Right. And were you able to grow spiritually while you were there?
7: I think so. Um, but that wasn't the only issue. The other issue was that, um, I felt I more of it was a revelation over the word of God, as in someone can get a revelation, okay, and that would subtly supersede, you know, what the Bible says on things, okay, and that was another issue I was beginning to have.
2: Gotcha. Okay, so here's the thing: you're gonna have half the body of Christ say women can be pastors, right? And you're gonna have another half of the body of yep. Christ that says women can't be. Pastor spiritual leaders over men. And at the end of the day, it comes down to a handful of passages that are pretty clear if you read them uh, one way, but kind of unclear and leaving you to have to discern for yourself if you read it another way. So if you read it a clear way, men are not supposed to uh, have women uh, over them, leading them, you know, so you have God over Christ, Christ over man, man over woman, woman over child. Okay, so if you read it like that hierarchically, uh, then you would be right. uh, And it's like, okay, so if this woman's over me, something's wrong and out of order. So that's one way of looking at it, and that causes then uh, 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 confliction inside your spirit. So you're like, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like the way it feels. My manhood doesn't like it. Whatever. All right, so there's that view, and a lot of people hold it. Then there's another view. Another view is that when Jesus Christ came, he set the order right so that male and female would prophesy, as it's said in in Acts chapter 2. And so and the reason why I bring up Acts chapter 2 is because that's the inauguration of the first century church. So then Jesus, after rising again from the dead, starts the church called Christianity, basically. That's the term we're using. That's not the name of the church, but followers of Christ now coming together and congregating. And then the text of the preacher on that day from uh, the scripture, literally uses Joel chapter two to preach a sermon and the sermon he preaches is that God will prophesy through men and women and that men and women will will dream dreams and see visions. And so he is putting right something that had been wrong, that there is actual equal uh, access and equal expression of gifts through men and women. And specifically, it says prophesy. So prophesy is like preaching. All right. And in the Old Testament, prophecy kind of meant one thing. In the New Testament, it has a different nuance. But at the end of the day, it's the top of the food chain. You know, if you had apostles would be first and then prophets would be second and then uh, pastor, teacher after that, you know, evangelist and, and that so on and so forth. Prophets pretty high. So to say that, you know, a woman can be an evangelist. You know, or let's say a woman could be a prophet, but she can't be an evangelist. That doesn't make sense. That'd be like saying uh, you can be a a general, uh, but you're not allowed to be a, a private. You know, so why would the spirit prophesy through men and women? And so what others would do is they would look at some of these more difficult passages as passages dealing with the culture of the time, but not necessarily prescribing that this is the way it has to be for for eternity, do you understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or, or did I lose you?
7: <laughs> I'm following.
2: Okay, all right. So, for instance, if you say uh, a, a pastor or an elder or an overseer must be the husband of one wife, all right. So, is that Correct. is that prescriptive or descriptive meaning? Is this text saying that every person who's going to be a pastor must be the husband of one wife, or is it saying? If you are married, you ought to be faithful to one wife. Because the way you look at that is going to choose whether you presc- it's prescriptive. Now let's say somebody says, yep, it says husband of one wife, therefore, therefore every overseer, every elder, every pastor, every deacon ought to be a husband and a father because then it says and if you know manage your kid manage your children well if you can't manage your own house how can you manage the house of god so that means every pastor overseer and spiritual leader has to be a husband and a father now is that really what it's saying or is it saying if you are a father be a good one if you are managing your family do it well if you are married be faithful to that one marriage, at least one at a time, because maybe then your spouse dies and you get married again. So is it saying the husband of one wife, you only can have one wife, and if she dies, you can't have another one? Or is it saying, no, be maritally faithful? If you have one wife, you're faithful to her, and then she dies, you can marry again and still be found find favor with God. Is that what it's saying? So what happens is we preach it as it's prescriptive. I'm saying to you there may be another way to look at it, Um, uh, Christopher. And I tend to see it differently. I tend to see it as women can be empowered by God to lead, but they do need to be uniquely aware that when they are leading men, they need to lead from a, a base of support and not a base of, of a dominance. Now I'm telling you my personal view. So I don't mind a woman being a pastor, I don't mind a woman being a preacher. I just want her to still respect and lift up and support my masculinity as a man. Is that helpful to you? Uh, right. So yes. but I used to preach and I could, you know, easily make you feel like, no, if the woman's a pastor of the church, that's wrong. It's bad. But what what is so bad about a woman uh being a mother of a church, uh being a pastor of a church? What is so bad about that? if God has anointed her and is using her and you can choose whether to be under her or not, it's totally your choice. What's wrong with that? Like, is the only thing wrong is God said it right. Or is there something more to it? You know, so I'd love to hear other people's thought and I'd love for you to think through it. I'm not trying to tell you one way or another. I'm trying to give you both views, but you can see where I'm leaning. I think it's something you just got to take before the Lord at the end of the day. Um, I don't think it's so prescriptive anymore. Like women cannot lead. Women cannot be over men. I just don't see it as that prescriptive. I see it as in that culture at that time, it made total sense. And now that we have moved on and grown, uh, we still have to respect masculinity and femininity, but it doesn't mean as soon as a woman gets up and opens the word of God, like in my college, when I was growing up Christian college, men would get up and walk out of the room. If she shared her Mm -hmm. testimony, she was fine. But if she opened up the word of God, they perceived that as authority and teaching, and they would get up and leave the room. I don't know how that honors God. (laughs) So there you have it. I hope I've been a little helpful to you. Okay, Christopher? Yes. All right. Blessings to you. 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. Give me a call. Let me know what you're thinking. Let's go to Brenda in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Ms. Brenda. How are you?
8: Hello, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. I listen to you just about every day, and I look forward to hearing you on the weekend.
3: Oh, well, thank so, you so much. Uh,
8: I was calling because you, your previous caller said that she was concerned about her grandchildren being raised by the mother, and there were problems in the parenting area, That's right. yep. and that bothered me mm-hmm. quite a bit, uh, that issue. So the reason I'm calling, I wanted to suggest to her, if she's still listening, okay. why don't she go to the Child Protective Service Services in the area where her grandchildren live and see whether or not there is a problem sufficient enough to remove the children from the home. Mm-hmm. Because the mother could be uh, abusing the children psychologically, emotionally. She may not be beating up on them, but she Mm -hmm. could be abusing them in other ways, psychologically, emotionally, and that's not a good environment for a child to grow up in. Another thing that struck me what she said, she said one child did not attend school for 38 days, and that could be against the law Mm -hmm. in the area where the children live, so I'm just suggesting to her that she go and check that out with the Child Protective Services or a lawyer, because there may be grounds for removal uh, of the children Mm -hmm. from the home, and that's Uh, all I yeah wanted her to, to uh i I didn't want her to give yeah. up I just wanted her to pursue it because I, gotcha. I really admire her for yeah. loving her grandchildren that much that she wants them to be raised properly I so heard,
2: I just I, wanted heard to that. I heard that thank that you. you yeah thank you Miss Brenda. Her name was Jennifer, and I hope she was able to hear you so at least God bless you, at least that gives her an, another perspective i I still feel strongly that it's tough to just take kids away uh and once you start investigating with child protective services, I mean man. I mean, my neighbors could have called the days I was I was getting a beaten. You know, (laughs) I mean, nowadays I'm not. Again, I'm not minimizing uh, that they may not not be in a great environment, but to take someone's children away because you don't like the way they're being treated, or or because they're missing school, go get that right. You know, get the school thing right. But just because they're getting yelled at, or because the mom is immoral and things of that sort, we don't agree with that. I stand with you. Don't agree with it but take her kids away, mm, just be careful there. Uh, but I get it. I get it, especially as a grandma, right? But grandparents do a great job when they can um, love up on the children, influence the children positively, but not actually parent them, grandparent them. That's two different things. That's just my two cents on it. 888-432-7434. As soon as I get back in three minutes, I'm taking your phone calls. I've got three open lines right now anonymous in arlington moses in dc i'm coming to you but if you want one of those open lines now's the time get in where you fit in
8: Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prattner, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son, who is a unique learner. He is creative, strong willed, has a high critical thinking ability, and just simply walked to the beat of a different drummer. I could not find a school that would allow my son to freely express himself and receive a Christian education. I prayed for direction, and God led me to to open the Living Water School in Maryland. The Living Water School allows students in grades K through twelve the freedom to learn in their own unique way, but also disciples them in the Word of God. First Peter 216 says live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover up for evil, but living as servants of God.
1: The Living Water School is now adding a preschool for ages two to four. Open houses every Friday in August at 6 p.m. Now enrolling pre-K through twelve. Go to the LWschool.org. Actor Portrayal of a Patient Testimonial.
5: A few years ago, I started noticing how quick my legs got tired, sore, and heavy feeling. I'm over 40, so I figured par for the course, right? But then my doctor told me about vein disease. Vein disease is more commonly recognized as those naughty bulging varicose or spider veins, but you can still have it and not see the obvious signs. In fact, vein disease is typically undiagnosed and can be debilitating if left untreated. So I went to the specialist at Vein Clinics of America for a free evaluation. They've been successfully treating vein disease for over 35 years. One easy test and they can tell you definitely whether you have it or don't. I did. Treatments were minimally invasive. It was covered by my insurance and now my ugly varicose and spider veins are gone. Thanks to Vein Clinics of America, my legs feel years younger and I'm able to wear shorts and skirts again. So call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify qualify for a free consultation, call 800-303-4141. That's 800-303-4141. 303 4141
1: Have you ever thought about trading? Do you think you might do a better job than your financial advisor? Well, at Apiary Fund, we train people just like you to create an income stream by trading online. With Apiary Fund, you'll be taught by a highly experienced trading team, including legendary trader Sean Lucas, who's formerly managed $2.5 trillion worth of investor funds this training is worth thousands of dollars but right now you can get 100 free access to the entire training program for 30 days when you call 800-959-4526 and leave your email on our voicemail we'll send you a link to our entire training library your own simulated account access to our peer community and direct access to our experts Just call 800-959-4526 to get 30 days of free access to this highly effective training. This could change your life. Call 800-959-4526 and leave your email at the voicemail to get free access now. Learn to trade online. Call 800-959-4526.
2: Dean Spaulding Palomo says, I think both men and women can be a pastor of a church and both should respect each gender in their congregation. If you are growing spiritually in a church, the church is teaching from the Bible and does not stray from that. Then it's all good. Daryl Musgrove on my Facebook live page says, hello, Wahili Battle. Wahila Battle, hello to you. And uh, Jean also says uh, the grandmother could end up losing all contact if she does things without more proof. I am praying for the family. I am in the same geographical location as the grandma caller. So uh, if you're just joining us, it is open phone in Friday, and we are talking about whatever it is uh, God sort of brings to the table for us. I've just opened the phone lines and you can pull up a chair and ask me any question that you want. In the first half of the show, we were talking about uh, a grandmother who uh, wants to uh, maybe take her kids her grandkids away from their mother her daughter uh, because she doesn't think they're being treated right. We've talked about female pastors. I tell you what, we have got through the first half of the show so quick, quickly that, uh, man, we only have a few minutes together left. So if you want to open line, now's the time to get in. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And also, let me just tell you, uh, if you deal with water issues in your house, make sure you give a call to Best Buy Waterproofing. You can just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They'll get the water out of your basement or the mildew out of your walls. They've done it for me at my house. Uh, you know, they have done such a great job making my wife happy, just making sure that water's not coming in the basement or not going out and creating a puddle in the backyard so they're able to dig a trench and make sure the water goes where it's supposed to. Give them a call before the water rises. Here's their number, 844 980 3707. Their number one more time, 844 980 3707. That's Best dot Waterproofing.com. Let's go to Moses. Moses is in Washington, D.C. Hey, Moses, how you doing today?
4: I'm good, Doc. How you doing?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
4: Well, I was, um, you know, I'm from Ozark, Alabama, and uh, I was listening to your show. And um, I wanted to ask you, do you think the word of God is good yesterday, today, and forever? Absolutely. And I'm assuming, okay, well, in Genesis 3.16, and I've been going to church for 55 years, mm. i never ever in my whole life heard a pastor say what God said. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about Paul or Jesus or any of the prophets. God said this in 3.16. Genesis three sixteen. Yep. The woman's desire is to her husband, mm-hmm. and he shall rule over thee.
2: Mm-hmm. Now
4: that's God Himself.
2: It sure is. Now,
4: if you want to get rid of the Old Testament and move on into the New Testament, in Acts, what you you referenced earlier when you mm-hmm. were talking to that young man,
2: mm-hmm. which is
4: the beginning of the New Testament in Acts. Right. God called. He called. He called. Jesus had twelve disciples, and then he had. Stephen, I mm-hmm. mean, can you give me an example of where a woman has been put in the Bible in a leadership position over man? Because my, I'm going to say yeah. this and I'm going to let you respond. because okay, sure. If the order is not right, if it's not God, Jesus, man, woman, child, then I can be I can be I, I just will get rid of Jesus and forget about God because I don't have to follow the order.
2: I get you, and I understand, and I appreciate what you're saying i 'm not totally disagreeing with you i 'm just saying there may be a more a more enlightened way to look at it first of all, when it says that in genesis three sixteen that is a response to sin all right that 's a response to fallenness it's not it's not a response to the to the created order uh, so somebody might look at it a little differently than you did in other words, you see it, you see the command, you think well that's that's what God intends. That's actually God didn't intend. De- that's, that's, right. But I'm saying. Oh,
4: so God didn't intend to put to put Adam over to a woman.
2: I wouldn't say that. No, I would say that woman comes out of man. All right. And I would put right. I would still put that order there. But it doesn't mean that she cannot uh, lead or even oversee or take care of. Uh, And I have a greater theology that would allow me if I had the time and I don't have all the time now to say just because a woman is leading or because a woman is over a man doesn't necessarily mean that there is something wrong in the order. It's just like children ought to obey their parents, right? So we would say that parents are above their children, right? Would you say that that's always true?
4: That the parents are always in authority over the children? Yes. Yes. Yes, until the children reach an age where they can, you know, make decisions for themselves. Now,
2: where where does it say that? Hold on. Where does it say that? Until.
4: Well, I mean, until they're an adult. You know, I take care of my son. But you added to it. He's one year old. You added to it,
2: though. You added to it. You said until they're an adult. There's nowhere in Scripture that says that.
4: Okay, well, then, yeah, I think that I'm always over my children. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay, so then what would that look like? like if, my
4: grandfather, My mm-hmm. grandfather. I think he's always over me. Correct. I always go to him for wisdom.
2: Right. So what happens if your grandfather is 95, is not thinking straight, and, and now you have the power of attorney, let's just say that, Wouldn't that, uh, in a sense, be you over him making decisions when he eats, whether he drives a car? Like, are you in disobedience or has your function changed just because the situation has changed? I'd love to give you more time, but I got to run to my commercial break. But Moses, on the other side of the break, I'll let you go now. But on the other side of the break, let me just address this a little bit more because I love your heart and I see what you're saying. I used to be there, and I'm not saying that you throw men out. I still believe in federal headship where men still have to be the covering. But I think I just want to make sure we see it in a broader light. I'm coming back to you in just three minutes.
0: I
3: feel like taking chances. I
2: Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you?
3: Dr. Anderson and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week. But I just want to thank you the free home inspection. They came out. Love it, it was just absolutely amazing.
2: They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate 500 dollars to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844 980 3707.
3: That's
2: 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCullum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. there hey everybody how you doing david anderson just chilling out with you here on open phone and friday before i go to the other phone lines let me catch uh uh, moses from the other side of the break Uh, he mentioned again women and leadership i do believe that god has created man as the the head all right so i haven't gotten rid of headship but we got to make sure we always understand we, we tend to understand what that means when it says that the woman wants to, you know, man would rule over woman and all that. That comes in Genesis 3 after Genesis 2, right? So uh, God creates man and woman, right? And so it's a beautiful union. They're complementing one another. Uh, they're just flowing together. It's a beautiful thing, all right? Not out of order at all Till sin comes in. Sin comes in, and, of course, uh, the woman is deceived, and she gives it to the man. The man eats, and then God uh, gives them a curse or consequences, and that comes, um, you know, to the man. not to the woman. It came to the man and it covers the woman. Right. But as a result of the curse, then the curse is what uh, causes all of this fighting between men and women and who's ruling over who and and that sort of thing. So that's all a part of the curse. Now, that's Genesis three, 15 and 16. Then when you get to the New Testament, we find out that what is Jesus doing? Jesus came to reverse the curse. He came to get us back to what Genesis 2 looks like, not Genesis 3, back before sin, before the fall, before men wanted to dominate women, before women wanted to dominate men, before there was this fight between the genders. Jesus is coming to to overturn that. How do we know it? When you begin to look at everything that Jesus does, he's trying to reverse it in a culture that's been— male dominated. Now we're not just talking about men are in leadership. No, we're talking about men are chauvinistically dominating women, having multiple wives, multiple concubines. They're not allowed in the synagogue, not allowed to read, not allowed to do anything. I mean, it's complete male dominance based on a fallen nature. And if we look at that fallen nature of men and say, this is ordained by God, you see? It it works out good for us guys, doesn't it? Yeah, but the reality is, no. Uh, She's always gonna fight up against that. Why? Because he has created them with the same kind of beauty and strength. Uh, and, and, And yes, she may be the weaker vessel, but it doesn't make her lesser. It just makes her more valuable in a certain kind of way. So we gotta understand those differences and even understand order without going into disorder. I'm saying that male domination and chauvinism is disorder, and that was not God's intended order. And as a result, he sent Jesus, who then reverses the curse because of the blood he shed. How does he reverse it? Well, you see it in in John 4. This woman at the well, he meets with her, sees her, she gets saved. Uh, He he is, you know, the living well, the living water is uh, an example of a guy who just broke all of the rules culturally. And then who are the first ones to preach the gospel? It's the ladies at the resurrection of Christ it says, go and tell. It's the women that do it. And then uh, there's so many other passages we could turn to. He says, well, have you ever seen a you know, woman overseeing a man? Well, look at Aquila and Priscilla, another beautiful example if you follow them in the New Testament of of just great leadership by a woman the list could go on but you got me so far 888-432-7434 it's just a part of what i'm saying it's just a part of what i can get but i don't want to take the whole time talking because i really do want to talk to you but at least you got a little bit from me all right let's go on the road in virginia and talk to desmond who's on the line hey desmond it's dr anderson how you doing
9: i'm blessed and highly favored thank you so very much dr anderson (laughs) i couldn't help but um just park the car and listen and just (laughs) <laughs> Make a comment here, because, sure. um, you know, I, I follow the Word of God. Yeah. The Word of God all has all the answers. And in Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it's recorded, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and Amen. it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, Amen. that the man of God may be complete through thoroughly, equipped for every good work. Yeah. The problem in the church is people have compromised the Word of God, even leaders. Mm-hmm. You were talking just now I about agree. a bishop. It says a bishop must be the husband of one wife. It mm-hmm. means a bishop must be a man
2: does it Here. also does it also and mean say, he must be married
9: <laughs> well not necessarily, but if he's married, he must be only married to one wife. Well hang on it says a, but
2: hang on it says a bishop must be what husband the husband of one wife so is it saying a bishop must be a husband
9: it's, it's saying it must be a man it never said a bishop must be the wife of one husband
2: does it say a bishop it's must be that. a man or does it say the bishop must be a husband of one wife are we talking about marital faithfulness or are we talking about gender
9: well you see it's not about that you see I'm not I don't have anything against women women have I didn't a room say that I know I know Men you have don't a room to play. I
2: know I'm not, say- I'm
1: not saying I'm not saying you way have way anything against women
2: I'm just asking the question because I want to make sure that we go to its logical conclusion if it says a bishop must be the husband of one wife does that mean that in that day all the bishops were men because we were in a male-dominated society. The women weren't allowed in the church. So then it makes sense to say to all the bishops who are all men, uh, if you're married, be maritally faithful. Because in that culture, the only bishops you had were men. So is it descriptive or is it prescriptive? Is it saying all bishops must be men? Or is it saying all bishops who happen to be men must be faithfully married to one wife?
9: Dr. Adamson, with all due respect, I respect you as a leader. Part of the reason why we have chaos in the church, why we have chaos in the world, is because the word of God has been compromised. People use man-made doctrine instead of
2: God's I agree with that, but we're off the subject now. I agree with that, but we're off the subject now because I'm having a conversation with you about a passage. And you're talking about compromise in the church, which means you think that we're compromising because we're having a discussion on a passage where half of the church may have a differing view. So how about we just have the conversation about that view, not talk about how t- bad the church is, but talk about the specific passage. And when I ask you about the specific passage, you start to backpedal because maybe you've never been pushed in that way before. I'm telling you no, that I want my to turn, thought— can
9: we turn to. we the passage?
2: Yeah, I'm telling you that, but according to, well, let me let 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 you go, because I only got a couple minutes with a couple other people. But my point is simply this. If you say that the bishop must be the husband of one wife, and that is a must, it's prescriptive, then every bishop must be married. Some people would agree with that. Some people wouldn't agree with that. But you can't say every bishop must be a man. But if he happens to be married or not married, it depends on whether he is married or not married, that's where the inconsistency is. You have to say, if you're going to follow it to its logical conclusion, if you're a bishop, you must be married. And I would say to you, if that is your conclusion, then I'm with you. Then you can say a bishop must be a man, a bishop must be married, a bishop must be a, a father. And there are people who believe that, and I'm, I'm cool with it. I am cool with it. But you can't say he must be a man, grab that part of it. But, yeah, he doesn't have to be married. Maybe, maybe not. But it talks about marital faithfulness. You've got to do them both together if you're going to remain logical with it. That's all I'm saying. And in that day, women could not be bishops. In that day, women could not even go into to the church. And so when the passage says a woman must be silent and ask her husband uh, when she gets home, you might be thinking, you see? See what the word says? But actually, yes, it says that. But women weren't even allowed in the synagogue. But Jesus had liberated women to such a degree that now they could at least go into the synagogues. But they still had to keep quiet. Guess what? It used to be that way with black slaves, too. Couldn't even go into the church. Then finally they could go into the church, but they had to sit in the back and be silent. If you read that right now, you'd say, well, boy, that's backwards. No, that was forward back then. Wow. We get to go into church. We get to sit in the back as long as we are quiet, master. Awesome. That looked like progress. No. Well, from this side, when we look back, that looks like it's domination. So it just depends on your perspective. 888 432
1: Do you have type 1 or type 2 diabetes? Is your stomach full after just a few bites? Are you overwhelmed by nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain? You may be suffering from diabetic gastroparesis. Doctors are looking for volunteers for an important research study evaluating an investigational drug for these symptoms. Go to mystomachstudy.com to see if you qualify. You must be at least 18 years old, have type 1 or type 2 diabetes and have experienced some or all of these symptoms for at least 3 months. Study related drugs, doctor visits and tests will be provided to you at no cost. Compensation for time and travel may be available for qualified participants. For more information and to see if you qualify call 571-789-1224 or visit mystomachstudy.com That's 571-789-1224 or visit at MyStomachStudy.com. Call today, 571-789-1224. MyStomachStudy.com.
3: Message
6: and data rates may apply.
1: Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss.
0: Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text Edge to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert. Ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting EDGE to 85850. Don't forget, that's EDGE to 85850. At times, the mere thought of obtaining a mortgage can be more cringeworthy than nails on a chalkboard. Hey, everyone, this is Brian. And this is Mike from Fellowship Home Loans. Sometimes the amount of information a lender asks for when applying for a mortgage can be quite daunting. Ask yes, for everything but a DNA and blood sample, and maybe your firstborn. But at fellowship home loans, that is not the case. As a direct lender, we can make the lending process extremely simple. We have a common sense approach to underwriting, a stress free process, and we're here to help you every step of the way. Give us a call at 800 804 SAVE or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. That's 800-804-7283 or fellowshiphomeloans.com. Mortgage lending guided by Christian principles. Come
3: and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans.
1: Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Boy, it's been a good hour. It's been a good open phone-in Friday, some tug and some pull back and forth on different topics. But the main one that seems to have predominated today was really uh, women in leadership and specifically uh, women leading men. And, you know, there are three main views here. Let me explain. You've got the traditional view, which is uh, men are over women, and a woman should never be over uh, over a man teaching or teaching. Uh, anything she only can teach men uh, she only can teach women and children younger women and children to be exact uh, that's a traditional view and it's one that i've i've held for uh, in the past uh and then you have the lib- uh, the egalitarian view that's the other extreme there's no headship at all women can be over men men can be over women and there's just uh, equality all the way through in every area and there aren't s- specific sex roles at all all right that's the egalitarian view and then you have this view in the middle called the complementarian view and that's the view that says well yes women are free to do uh, anything they can lead they can serve they can preach as long as there's a male covering men that still have to uh, have covering and so that's uh, something called federal headship that god has created a head all right and there needs to be a covering so women are free to lead in any way as long as there's some kind of covering Uh, And uh, that's the view I would uh, hold—that the complementarian view. It doesn't uh, castrate um, uh, men uh, from the role of being leaders, uh, but at the same time, it doesn't somehow prohibit women from being able to lead as well. You you uh, support his masculinity; he supports your femininity, and you roll and work uh, together and so that would be more of the view i hold it's more of a bridge building middle of the road view from the traditional uh conservative view or the uh liberal view so it's just good to know what the different views are uh and they're great arguments for for both but i just want to make sure you're consistent all the way through if you're traditional conservative View that men are above women, then you gotta, um, and that women cannot be above men or, ta- you know, an authority over men, then you gotta be consistent all the way through. That means they should not be up there reading scripture in your church, uh, they should not be uh, doing anything kind of teaching except teaching younger women. And children, I mean, if, if you're going to do it, then be consistent all the way through. Don't call it a testimony, but she's coming to 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 share, but she's sharing God's word. Nope. Okay. Is that authority over men or leading a ministry that have men in it? So therefore, if you have a woman that's uh, overseeing the children's ministry and you have men that serve in that ministry, get them out because now she's overseeing men. You see what I'm saying? You've got to carry it to its logical conclusion. And speaking of that, guess who could never be a pastor or a bishop or a spiritual overseer? They wouldn't qualify. If you got to be a man, and if you got to be a married man with children, right, bishops, uh, uh, be faithful to your w- one wife and manage your children. Well, if you have to be a father, if you have to be a married man, guess who doesn't qualify? Jesus and the Apostle Paul himself. So you're telling me that they're saying this? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do not. I'm the head of the church, but I don't qualify to be a pastor because I'm not married, don't have children, you know. So Paul doesn't qualify to be a pastor, uh, neither does Jesus, and yet he's the head of the church. Hmm. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we're at least able to push back and to to stretch each other, to challenge each other, to debate. But Lord, we pray that your spirit would give us uh, insight, clarity, and help. And, uh, Lord, for people that this may be a really big issue for, I just pray that you uh, kind of encourage their hearts. And for those it's not a big issue, stimulate their hearts. These are the things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.